Welcome. We're Hello. Blush and stuff. Unfortunately, we still exist. Sorry. <laughs> it's a good path to start this off with. Uh, this is our Halloween episode. Oh, happy Halloween. This is Halloween. This, this is Halloween. Halloween. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's September, but we're, we're filming it. We're recording whatever um, this is. We're just very excited for Halloween. <laughs> My whole, like, where I'm working, it's, like, decorated with Halloween. I love that. Already. And my boss made us all lie on the floor and she like drew around us with like a chalk outline and then put like little numbers. So it's like, we're all dead and they were like all going out the hallway. So like people were coming in like, what is happening? And this was like a week ago. So she's in it. Mm -hmm. She's in it. Yeah. And there's like cobwebs everywhere. I love that. Mm -hmm. Spooky season has arrived. It has. Maybe that's what I'll do after this. Maybe I'll go spooky season shopping. You should. I love fall. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to be alive. Do you know that video and it's like the little girl and she's like, look, it's freaking bats. I love Halloween. No. Oh my God. I'll show you after. <laughs> okay, please do. But that's me. I'm her. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So also something that happened like two days ago that's really exciting is our sweet, like yes. the muse of our life. Yes. Donnie mm-hmm. Davey won an Emmy Award and for Euphoria. If ever this finds our way to her ears. Yes. We love you and congratulations. I was so excited. <laughs> I really hope that like, she probably, I, I was about to be like, she probably heard the first ep. She definitely didn't hear the first ep, but if she <laughs> ever hears our ep, that probably would have scarred her enough to never continually listen on. That's fair. So she might not hear this, but still we love you. We do. That first episode, I was so nervous anyway that we were just recording our voices. And then I just kept saying like, I just love her. I just, she's fantastic. Look her up on Instagram, everyone. She's fa- amazing. Ah, blah, 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 blah. And that still stands. Do that. And honestly, that I mean, the makeup was good. And I'll also, being that we're filming in Canada, in Vancouver, um, Schitt's Creek. Fuck yeah. They did amazing. They took they the They really cleaned up at the Emmys. I feel embarrassed that I didn't actually know that was a Canadian. Really? Like, show. Yeah, and so I guess, like, it's written by Daniel Levy and Eugene Levy, like, the dad and the son in mm-hmm. the in the show. Um, They're actually, like, related in real life. Yeah, yeah. So, had you watched the show? No. Okay, so the dad and his son are actually father and son, and Amazing. then there's a waitress in the show, and that's their daughter. Oh, you should watch it. It's a really Wait, cute... that's Eugene Levy's daughter, not the father and son's daughter. No, that's the... What? What's happening? <laughs> what is this Canadian... What kind of family tree? <laughs> They're related. It's a family it's of a, levies. It's a family lo- show. Yeah, it's like their like family project. The character Moira, the mom, mm-hmm. they is she the real mom? No, she's not the real she's mom. An she's actress. just an actress. But she's so funny. Her character is so funny, and she's like this famous actress. But she's like hasn't gotten a role in a long time. But she still acts like she's like she's like very ascent like. Right, like, you know but she's mean? like maybe was popular in like the eighties. Yes, yeah, right. and she's like soap opera actor, like you know what I right. mean. Right, so she's like a C, like B, exactly. But think she was like she, and she like talks Mel like she, you know, and she's like has this voice that she does anyway. And one of my friends was telling me she watched an interview with Daniel Levy, so one of the writers, The mm-hmm. Sun, talking about writing Moira's lines, and he says basically you take a really simple concept. And you just draw it out and make it as complicated and like add as many big <laughs> words in there as you can. And that's how we like let her talk. <laughs> like, that's amazing. It's so funny. And then when you watch it knowing that, it's so true. Like the way she explains things. It just runs with it. It's like when you get someone, you know, slightly condescending talking to you and you're like newer to the industry. 
and they're like telling you how to rip up a sponge, mm-hmm. but it's a 20 minute ordeal, but you know how to rip up a sponge, like an effect sponge. But you just have to go with it. So you're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've never tried that before. Yeah. Like, thank you. This is great. Because you don't want to be rude. Yeah. But you, you want the job. And it's like 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. 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 Been there. <laughs> <laughs> I live in that conversation. Conversation of my life. Maybe we're just, it's our problem. We're not ripping them good enough. Maybe we actually suck at ripping sponges. We do. And they're like, okay, we need to make this as slow as possible because they do not <laughs> How understand. How can we explain this like they're two? <laughs> <laughs> because they are. They've never developed further. <laughs> we need to study them. So what else happened in your week? Are you having a good week? A bad week? I'm having a good week. My show just wrapped. We loaded out yesterday. It's all finished. I have some time off now. I'm very excited. I slept in today and I like woke up and I was like, wow, I don't have anything to do today except the podcast, <laughs> Me which with I love. Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm very excited. I'm so excited for you to, I- I'm actually really happy that you didn't die. Uh, me too. Yeah. There it was, was touch and go. Yeah. For a little bit. Mm-hmm, but definitely. You, you thrived and strived and you did it. I tried very hard. I'm happy it's, you know, it, there, it, it's a hard, it was a more difficult show. A lot of like longer days, a lot of like crazy scenes. Everyone knows the show in town is intense. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has great horror stories from that show. Love the show. Love the show. The experience is very memorable. Like people go back because they're like, I just can't believe this happens. Actually, uh, we had an artist come out and she's been working on it since season one. Day. Yes. <sighs> Love her. Day Cadman. Amazing lady. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Super great person. She was talking about how she was like, I'm kind of sad, you know, as much as I hate this show, I love it too. <laughs> like, I love what happens here and I love what we get to do. And like, she was just telling us, she was just recounting some of her stories from earlier seasons and like, Ugh. She's got some funny stories. She told us this one story. They did a bunch of vampires. They were ready to go to camera and they're still like standing by to do finals. And then all of a sudden it's like finals, finals, finals. And so she's like hurrying and she's trying to find her vampire. She can't find her vampire anywhere. She's like, where, where is he? Like, where's my character? Yeah. She was like, he was right here. I don't understand. She's like looking everywhere for him. And she's like, did he go 10-1? Like, is he going to the washroom? And then all of a sudden she hears, day. Day, I'm I'm down here. Day, <laughs> she looks down and they dug a hole in the ground. Oh my <laughs> god! Put a log over the hole, so she said you could just see these two little eyes <laughs> peeking up from the hole. And he's like, Day, like I'm here for finals. I'm I'm right here. I I need the tooth spray. <laughs> the tooth, just one. She's, she's like, Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? Because I remember having a day on the show, and I remember them burying like number ten in the ground. Oh yes. And then he had to come out. And this was like February. Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, and I was just like, "What is happening?" They and then the blood pit. That was fun. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. some crazy stories. We went to Kamloops last season. It was like prime tick season, and they had one of our. They're like, "So you're gonna go lie down in the sage bush?" He's like, "Great." The the tick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly fantastic. It's that show will be remembered for years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's people like left at locations in the woods and fields oh, that definitely. just got lost. You can still probably hear their faint cries in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Rest in peace. <laughs> and speaking of vampires, and it's Halloween. This is a great segue into what we will be talking about. Yes. Should we reveal our 
our topic today. Yes, we actually are doing a joint. Yes, we've chosen two characters from the same film. Great film. Great Halloween film. Long-running show. Many, many Adaptations. Mm -hmm. Different. It's it's quite the franchise. It really is. It's Mm -hmm. been way before our time and probably will be way after it too. Yes. I didn't realize that something came out last year to do with yeah, it. Yeah, an animated version. I Crazy. found that out too. Say it. Do you, you want me to it. say it? Yes, yeah, say it. Let's say it together. The, the Adams Family. family. <laughs> <laughs> me and you on set. Like, if we're ever actors and we have a, like, a line we have to say together, like, The Adams Family. <laughs> da 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 I really hope my neighbors like walk past and they're like fucking morons. What is going on in there? <laughs> and we're actually going to do the 1990s. Yes. Okay, so it's like 1991 and 1998-3? 90s. It was in the 1993-1991-1993. Yes. I have the fact. Yes, I did touch on a little bit in the 1964-1965 TV series, just Fantastic. slightly. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the original TV series, right? It was. And yeah. then they came out with the movie. And, and then a new cast in the 90s. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they had a different... They, they had I think the cast in the 90s did three films together, right? Because they did, like, The Addams Family. The Addams Family... They did two. Oh, right. They, they had a speak and a script for a third. Oh, right. And it didn't happen. It did not happen. Because... Harsh. Yeah. Because um, our the amazing Rahul, 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 Julia, who I can't do the tongue roll, and I'm sorry, I'm probably being very disrespectful. Who played Gomez in the '90s? Mm-hmm. Um, he suffered from a stroke that put him into a coma, and he died from complications a few days later in 1994. So just a year after the oh. second one. Yeah, so, and they apparently, like, were ready to go with the third script. Oh. And then they cancelled it and laid it to rest after, like, such a tragic, like, sudden loss. Yeah. Well, and, like... What I think is really respectful. The third movie would have been shat on if, like, someone else came in and played it. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't mm-hmm. have been the same. Yeah. And then, yeah, they just did their animated series, like, last year. I which I have not. It. I have not seen. No. And also, like, you know, I feel like there's so much expectations on, like, makeup artists. Like, I always get, like, people being like, oh, you're a makeup artist. Oh, and it's October. So have you got, like, 45 billion bookings for Halloween makeup? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do that classic zip down the face look. No, I'm not really. I'm just (laughs) totally being a bitch. But And I'm always like, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't get booked. I'm not that good of an artist. I actually, I wouldn't want to spend my whole Halloween... I wouldn't either. Like, next. Next. And try to, like, make something absolutely beautiful that's probably going to cost me so much money. And then when you, like, charge people, they're going to be like, you can do this for $10? What? But we're unless, friends. Unless you're a kitty cat, I'll do that for free. There you go. That was just me complaining about being a makeup artist <laughs> in October. Had and Halloween. Had nothing to do with Adam's family. <laughs> that was very, I just obviously am holding a lot of, like, deep... We'll have it. We'll talk after. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> about crack and... And this. We'll talk about our <laughs> issues. <laughs> Yeah, so can I bring up that this is going to be us, like, kind of, like, being like, you go, I go, what facts do you have? Yes, we'll go back and forth a little bit. It'll yeah. be a bit of a different one. And we wanted to share one. And I know there's a billion Halloween films to do, and we could have gone off on, like, some really crazy, like, big rigs of setups and practical effects, but we did the Alan Star because we love that. And there's plenty of time to do all these other movies mm-hmm. at different parts of the year. 
And the Adams family is just a wholesome, nice Halloween family movie. friendly. It really friendly. is. It's <laughs> friendly. It's friendly. Fendi. It's Fendi, bitch. <laughs> Designer. I actually set my background screen to Michael Scott being like, it's Britney, bitch. I love that. And then I just recently changed it and it's him being like, should have burned this place to the ground when I had the chance. <laughs> hmm. I love Michael Scott so mm-hmm. much. But yeah, anyway, back to the Adams family. The fictional household was created by American cartoonist Charles Adams in 1938. Wow, that long, hey? Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Adams family consists of husband and wife, Gomez and Morticia, their children, Wednesday and Pugsley, as well as Grandmama, Uncle Fester, and their butler, Lurch. <laughs> Grandmama. Oh, and obviously, and Thing. Yes, the hand. Is his name Thing? Yeah, Thing. Yeah. The Adams are a close-knit extended family with undecidedly macabre interests and supernatural abilities. No explanation for their powers is explicitly given in the series. And there's some background. Boom. Boom. Also, did you know that the house, when they first used it in the 60s, was actually bright pink? No. Yeah, so the house was bright pink to achieve the shade of, like, black gray for the film interesting because obviously they were shooting black and white it's so interesting when you find stuff like that because it, when it's in black and white like black and white don't read this you know what i mean mm-hmm. like even like with psycho mm-hmm. that shower scene mm-hmm. that's chocolate syrup crazy for her blood because mm-hmm. they needed that consistency and they were like life. we need this like tone in order mm-hmm. for it to read like black and white blood would you know what i mean so they had to use like a dark brown thick What's well, even like harder, I suppose, for like performers who are like trying to be in it, mm-hmm. and then they're like not, you know. Yeah, that yeah. wouldn't happen anymore, I guess. Unless you're shooting black and white again. Why don't you talk about who you're doing in this film? Yes, I am focusing on Morticia. I love Morticia. Played by Angelica Houston, big babe in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I wasn't calling mm-hmm. her a pig then. Like I wasn't saying big babe, like babe the pig. <laughs> no, I didn't think of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you I brought just... it there. Right. So Thank you for clarifying. I have this small gift on my gif on my notes, and it's Angelica Houston as Morticia, and she's like, "Last night you were unhinged. You were like some desperate howling demon. You frightened me. Do it again." <laughs> she's speaking to Gomez, obviously. Do it again. And I love the scene where she's just like chopping roses. I know, and she like puts the thorns. <laughs> takes the thorns. She's fucking fantastic. Um, or when she becomes a kindergarten teacher. I love that. Yeah, and they're too. just all like crying. <laughs> yeah. So the makeup. The makeup artist was Fern Buschner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she was born in 1929, and she actually passed away in 2016. Best known for her work on nearly two dozen Woody Allen films. I know! And she was nominated for two BAFTAs, both for Adam's Family and the second Adam's Family Values. They go to summer camp and they do that Thanksgiving play. Right. Wednesday. She goes off. Just as like, I'm gonna scalp and burn your village to the ground. And she, like, comes in playing, like, indigenous people. She actually, like, fucking tells the truth. And everyone's like, oh, no, but we want the white people version. <laughs> That's a great part. And Pugsy's a turkey. Yeah. Sorry. You know the film. I'm just like, and this? No, I like... And this? I like and this? Your, I like your, your play-by-play. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. Back to Fern. Um, yes. So, I have a list that I found of the makeup team and I just want to give credit to them. So, yeah. Fern Bushner. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That's, like, my problem... Every episode we record. <laughs> the British. Who was the makeup? Excuse me. <laughs> who was the makeup designer? Then we have Kevin Hanley, who was the makeup artist. Paul Huntley, the wig maker. Catherine James, another makeup artist, and Louis Lazara, who was a special makeup effects artist. 
So I try to scoop up as much information on her design and application for Morticia Adams. So I actually have this quote from Angelica Houston. She said that Fern consciously tried to make her eyes slant mm. and like having that like very pulled back. A lot of angles. Yes, very angular. And she already like Angelica Houston's cheekbones are like fantastic. Yeah. And she has beautiful features anyway. So those would have just like absolutely amplified it. She tried, well she did, pull back her eyes into a slant and she glued tabs of fabric to her temples. So I'm guessing she's referring to like tape facelifts. Yeah, um, like what like lift kits. Yes, what I think is like as we were just saying, like so evident in Morticia's look. So she secured them firmly behind her head with a sturdy elastic band, you know, as they usually come. As they do. Mm -hmm. And the only problem with this was that in the screen test, the lower part of her face appeared to be <laughs> sagging. So they adjusted the eyes and then like her whole jawline was just like still normal. And like, yeah, so they then were like, okay, we're going to have to attach multiple. So I believe that she had like six in the end pulling her whole face, like literally from like her neck, her jaw, her eyes. It yeah. Was, it was very Bella Hadid. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah, the process of constantly pulling back her face provided a lot for Angelica Houston at times, and the actress recalled experiencing extreme headaches. And if the facelifts were left on for too long without being loosened between jots or setups, she had a really hard time. So that would have been a lot of upkeep if you're pulling down these face facelift strings from the back of the head, mm -hmm. um, that's going to involve the wig too. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're resetting both makeup and hair. And I understand the comfortability of the actor is the first priority, of course, and like honestly being like 15 hours a day in that, that's really strenuous. But if you've had a busy day, like that is just like, your, your day would be busy. Yeah, for sure, that. for like, sure. I can imagine when she was on, probably Fern Bushner was just like on her. Yeah, yeah, Unless definitely. she's a magician. Definitely. Well, it is the Adams family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was important to make sure she was very, also opaque and pale at all times. So I read that they were constantly layering her very pale base because she also has like a heavy makeup. Her base is like that very 90s thick matte thin eyebrows mm -hmm. and just the application of foundation and it like was 90s but it also like so worked for her yeah mm -hmm. and also they're paling her out so that's like that was a lot of like powdering and makeup going on her face also like she had these big false eyelashes and i was thinking that would have been like an easy task obviously to apply the eyelashes but how hard would that be to play it with the facelifts if they're slanting the eyes so I couldn't find like a direct like yes or no on this, but I'm guessing they had to like do the facelift, put those on, and then try and like map out the big eyelashes to match accordingly. So there was a lot that they would have had to do like before and after because the makeup's gonna like completely evolve and yeah. change like as soon as you like lift her face. I feel like they probably lift her face first. I mean, makes sense for application. Yeah, like lift her face first, especially because if she's wearing a wig, mm -hmm. you'd like lift her face first, then you could hide the strings under the wig. Mm -hmm. And then that way you're doing the makeup with the fa the new face shape. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Cause her eye, her eye shape would have changed for sure. Yeah. And then that's your like eyeshadow applications different too. Mm -hmm, exactly. So yeah, I was just like picturing like how uncomfortable it would be to have like, you know, it's a very like popular in the drag community to put the eyelashes like actually like- Higher up than yeah, your like, line. A quarter of an inch higher than your lash line. Yeah. I mean, it, again, depends on the look you want. So she probably had to get used to that as well. Mm -hmm. um, so also Houston was wearing a metal corset. So overall hair, makeup and wardrobe, she said was very difficult ultimately because she found it so hard to move freely without something snapping or flying off. Mm. But she said it 
added to the Morticia with her posture and stiffness. So it actually like helped her build character. So she took this negative of like feeling so limited and was like, okay, like maybe this is just Morticia and that's how it is. Because Morticia does seem to move like with intent always. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And she's so like, she's like a Barbie doll. Like, she she's moves. very poised. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that was because she had like this insane, <laughs> like this facelift thing and then the wig and then the corset. So her classic eye makeup was very accentuating of the crease of her eye and elongating it outwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still do the same shape in eye makeup today. Like, I don't think that is you know, a period piece for the 90s. Like, it's just darker in the outer corners and then, like, it's very, like, creased. It's applied heavily in the crease. And just Mm -hmm. because it's black, it's, like, super accentuating. But I still pretty much do that with, like, neutral tones today. And it's interesting. I'm just looking at pictures of her now. It's very metallic, too. Like, it's very 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, that frosted Mm -hmm. shadow. And I really liked that they didn't just you know just use the black and then have her pale opaqueness like i in the inner corner that they colored and blended it with like the gray metallic-y yeah it like added to morticia's look and i wouldn't be surprised if they use some of that like in her face contour as well and i mean this in the utmost respect she does look like she's dead yeah she's a beautiful corpse she really is mm-hmm. without the modeling mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So, and I also really thought the way they lit her as well, like she always had this very big beam across her eyes and that just like, I think accentuated like the heavy application and the brows and then her eye makeup. Yeah. I love, I'm just looking at pictures of her now and there's like her little gifts coming up and they're Mm -hmm. so funny. There's one of her reading a story to a baby and it's Cat in the Hat and he said, she says, oh no, he lives. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's so funny. Um, and then one last thing to touch upon is that her iconic long red nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only things that's really color are her lips and nails. Mm-hmm. And they're just like that deep, rich, like beautiful red. Um, and her long red nails, they were stick on nails. And I read that one day she wore them back to her hotel and af- after filming and her whole hand got stuck in the elevator. Oh my God. Like it shut on her hand. Um, and she like shook it off but like later um, when she was in her hotel room she had her dog and she thought her dog was bleeding and then she found one of her red nails was nestled in her dog's like gray fur and had like attached onto her dog but she thought it was like he was bleeding oh my god yeah and then she realized it was like her nail fell off from the elevator and And the dog caught it so the dog's real hero here yes true that's honestly all i could find i tried to look up a lot of product but i found it very hard to find like specific it wasn't like a black swan thing where they just yeah. had like a beautiful list of every mac product under the universe that was used on natalie Pullman. yeah but yeah this was a little bit more difficult but i sh- hope you liked it i found it challenging too because a lot of these characters are popular halloween costume characters Mm -hmm. so a lot of the times when i was looking things up i was like okay this is just a tutorial on how you can do this on yourself yeah but um definitely and i don't know if that's because it's just maybe harder to find because it was from 1991 yeah we're like hi welcome to our makeup podcast we're not going to talk about makeup (laughs) we don't even know anything that happened we don't know makeup we just like the film listen to us quote her (laughs) (laughs) she got some great quotes though this is true this is true I'm going to do... I've decided to do Lurch. Mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. He reminds me of myself in ways. Interesting. Just looming and... Looming. I just... You are very looming. He's like... He reminds me of Frankenstein, honestly. Yeah. Which I actually... Upon doing my research, I realized that that was probably a conscious choice, that they wanted him to look very like... Yeah. Because they all kind of look like... Like, Morticia almost looks like a vampire. Yes. You know? And Lurch, I think they definitely... 
we're going for the Frankenstein. I think that's a very conscious decision. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Sorry. No. Continue. So you know Joan Cusack? She played the nanny in the 1993 movie. Ah. Oh. Remember the nanny that comes in and she's like, "Your kids should go to summer camp," and she marries Festa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her. She's the head teacher from School of Rock. Obviously. Oh, Joan Cusack. Yes, and she's John Cusack's brother. You know, sister. S- yeah, sister. Sorry. Um, you know, from Say Anything, when he like the boombox over top of his yes. head, and he's like, "Take me back." Mm-hmm. That's her brother. Yeah, I didn't know that, and I haven't seen the Adams Family since the early two thousand. What's a sin? But yeah, and I just never made that link because when I was younger and I watched the Adams Family, I wasn't thinking about like School of Rock or no. who act as well. I was just think. This is about death. I love it. I love it. I thrive in this kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, friend. Continue no. about it is all Lurch. Good. So Lurch is played. Okay, I'm gonna butcher this name just so you know. Don't worry, I butcher every name. Get ready. Like people don't even listen, and like if they do, they're just like moron. Every time I mispronounce <laughs> someone's name, never. They would never do that. I'll beat them up. So <laughs> you and your little fists. Yes, my fists of fury. Fisticuffs. <laughs> Daniel and I have actually been watching that show Cobra Kai. Have you watched that? No, no. It's so funny. But they do this. They like they make a sound when they punch, and it's like hi. But the subtitles, because we watch TV with subtitles, we are those people. The subtitle says aits with a T. Interesting. Daniel's taking that to the bank. He says it all the time. Aits. Aits. <laughs> that. Just and I did karate a lot growing up, so I'm trying to explain. I did taekwondo. Oh my god. Martial arts girls. We are. We'll beat the people up together. <laughs> Swift kick. I eat. I eat. I'll be dead. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that story. It just made me think of that. But Lurch is portrayed by Corel Shurkin. Beautiful name. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in the 1990 version. Yeah. And then he was played by Ted Cassidy in the 1964-1965 TV series. Mm. And both of those people are very tall, lanky. They fit the bill, type mm. people. Uh, he stands at 6'9". Fuck. I know. I mean, in that aspect, I don't remind myself of Lurch. No, I mean I like 5'3". Barely at that. <laughs> <laughs> On my good days. Can you imagine being 6'9"? No. It's like the Chrysler building. But that's crazy, isn't it? That's a tall, that's a tall human. It's a tall man, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, he's the Adams Family's butler. Mm-hmm. Sweet baby angel. And he re- Sweet baby angel, 6'9", Lurch. <laughs> and he... Uh, resembles like Frankenstein, like I said. The Frankenstein played Bo- Boris Karloff, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, personally. You've met him? Great. I'm like a sassy little bitch today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're a sassy little bitch every day, though. That's why I love you. So it's hinted out throughout the movies, the TV series, and other spinoffs that Lurch is much like Frankenstein's monster. There's a few comments. Morticia makes the comment. Uh, the one woman says, when she sees Lurch, she's like, where did you dig him up? And Morticia says funny i can't remember which cemetery it was so there's like little like Hints. insinuations that he is like frankenstein's monster he's only part adams like his heart is adams he has two left feet literally he has two left feet in the 1992 episode no ifs ands or butlers we find out that lurch's father was a doctor who put him together oh yeah they so totally yeah they really like went with it and you can see the frankenstein resemblance in lurch's appearance he's very large tall he's got that square shaped forehead deep sunken features like his eyes his cheekbones temples they're all very like shadow and highlight and i think a lot of the makeup on him was just paint because I, when i would look at pictures of the actor next to pictures of the character his cheekbones are 
extremely prominent. Like, they're very pointy. Their casting was, like, tall, great cheekbones. Exactly. That was, like... Same for Angelica Houston. That was the bill. Which, can you... That would be, like, a great compliment if your agent was, like, I think you're perfect for this role. Tall, great cheekbones. I'll put I you would forward. be, like, thank you so much. I mm. always think about that when actors are, like, oh, the description said, like, nondescript, blends in, mm-hmm. plain person. I also, like... like so like they're actually comical what like some actors get i saw a video and it was like a lot of well-known actresses in like a casting audition they're basically like they're ripping on casting agents producers and whatever when they write descriptions for characters for them to go off in their audition and they're always like smart intelligent but sexy and vulnerable but sexy and like vulnerable. there's always just like <laughs> bubbly but serious <laughs> it's just like how do you want me to play this she's really nice but very ditzy yeah yeah like, it's just oh. like <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. Okay, yeah. do I come off as that? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, and I think that they really played up his features in the movie. Like, when I was looking at him, it's very, like, gray tones. Like, they definitely made him look very gray, very corpse-ish. Mm-hmm. Deepened his sunken features and a lot of highlight. There's a lot of paint. And then he's got his little toupee wig. Who's wearing a toupee? I think. I couldn't find any information comparing that, like, confirming it. Mm-hmm. But the actor's got the hair on the sides, and... The Lurch has got his little, like, Frankenstein wig thing mm. that goes right on top. And I was like, that's got to be a toupee. It's got to be a toupee. So he had no prosthetic? He didn't have, like, a foam forehead piece? I thought he did. What? I could not find anything confirming that. Are you serious? Confirming his that. forehead and jawline? I'm not I mean, kidding you. Let artists me, can do beautiful things with paint. Let me just I'm find... Not, I'm not, like, counting that out. I also think it was just his anatomy. Like, look at this man's forehead. I'm telling you. Oh. That's got to be real. Okay. Like, oh, wow. Look, that's some great casting. Fern probably got that image through and was like, thank you. There is a lot. Like, he's even got the indentations in his skull. Exactly. Like, right look here. like a piece. Exactly. So and see, then they just shattered is, that. That's this is what I a, think is a little piece. Yeah, like absolutely. Piece. Absolutely. And then I think that they just went ahead and, like, just really emphasized what he already had. And they took out his brows, but he doesn't even have yeah. that. That much of a brow exactly i was like mate they might not have even blocked them they might have just honestly painted over them and just left them a because... lot of shadow and highlight mm-hmm. especially around his eyes they really went ham with but the also eyes. like it's it's very well painted mm-hmm. because you can like if you're using the wrong product of black and white and gray like that can get messy and like really it, shitty it can get quick. muddy so quickly yeah and it'll it's... just look like gross and i'm guessing they did it with like this was it... in the 90s so i'm thinking is it like pancake paint like, I'm thinking creams. I want to say that, but I'm like, but it looks too good. Like, is that an illustrator? Is that an alcohol I know, base? but we talked about this last time. Sometimes people, and this is in the 90s, so I don't even know mm-hmm. if there would have been alcohol. That is would some there... research. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, wrap this up. We'll sell it to the press. <laughs> I typed in illustrator, well, it's obviously the brand, and it came up with, like, March 19th, 1987. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then it was like, Adobe Illustrator. That's not what I want! <laughs> like we said, we're amateurs. We are. But I would say that it was cream. If I had to guess in the 90s for a makeup like that, I would say that it was cream. It's really impressive. Yeah. That's beautiful work. It's very well done. But and I like, mean, if you're, if you're like... Hitting all the shadows and highlights in the right spot too. Right? And if you're, and it was a gray tones, which are difficult. Mm-hmm. And I, but I think if you're a makeup artist in like the 80s and 90s, because this was the beginning of the 90s too, like... You know, so I feel like if you're a makeup artist at this time, then you'd be very comfortable working in cream because that's all you would have grown up using, you know, and she was obviously like at a great point in her year. Like she'd 
she worked on two dozen Woody Allen films. Right. I don't know. That was obviously like during her whole career, but like still, like she went off head of department, like the biggest '90s like cult film, one of them. Right. Exactly. So that's Heroes. how you're so good at it. That's the Adams family. Right there. They're the characters we did. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do. I thought about doing Uncle Fester too. I love him. Great guy played by Christopher Lloyd, <sighs> but his makeup again. It's not a whole lot of makeup. It was mainly just like dark it's like sinking in his Mm -hmm. eyes and what gave uncle fester such like a great character was christopher lloyd's facial expressions which weren't even scripted like that they didn't even plan that but then he just started doing that and they were like this is really good we like it yeah and you can obviously see his like inspo from the 60s and the past like adam's families with like he almost doesn't have a neck and his shoulders he's like very like hunched yeah Mm -hmm. originally they wanted uncle fester to be an imposter Mm mm-hmm but it was Christina Ricci who really fought hard, and she was like, no, no, I want this to be the real Uncle Fester. And then they were like, all right, all right. We can't say no to the 11-year-old. Nope. Also, fun fact, so you know the man that, well, the boy at the time that played Pugsley, the hot, he is called Jimmy Workman. He actually, I believe, is retired from acting. He mm. was like a child actor. And he only got Pugsley because he was, his sister was auditioning for Wednesday, and he was in the waiting room. Really? With his mom. Oh my god. And his sister. Yeah. So he kind of like stumbled into it and then stumbled out of it. But yeah, he's called Jimmy Workman and his, in real life, his half-sister is Ariel Winter, who plays Alex in Modern Family. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be so funny to be the sister and you're auditioning for a role yeah, and then suck. your brother doesn't even audition, but he gets a role in this film yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? And you worked like really hard for the audition and you don't get cast as Wednesday and you're like, okay, that happens. It's, it's fine. Like, and then the- they, they do call back and they're like, great, we'd love to cast your, your child. And then they're like, oh, not the girl. <laughs> The boy. The boy who didn't with, even audition. With zero acting experience. <laughs> he was just sitting in the waiting room. We love him. <laughs> I'm a turkey. <laughs> You'd be like, nice. Cast. I love it. <laughs> Hit your headshots. So yeah, that's the Adams Family. There you go. I honestly love that movie. Mm-hmm. I might go home and watch it after this. Yep, me too. I really want to watch it. It's a fucking fabulous movie. It is. I, for the longest time growing up, I thought that Angelica Houston and Cher were the same person. Do you know Cher originally was going to be cast? Yes, I read that when I was doing my, mm-hmm. my little research. Mm-hmm. I thought they were the same person. They look a lot alike, they especially do. in this film. As Morticia? As Morticia. So like, ah, interesting. That's, that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like Morticia channels looks, Big Cher energy. She channels Big Cher energy. I would love to channel Big Cher energy. Yeah, that'd be a time. I'm happy Angelica Houston got it, though. I am, too. I feel too. like she was the rightly deserved Morticia. I, I do, too. She does a great job. Fantastic. So there's a podcast on a little bit of makeup, but not really makeup, just talking about the Adams Family. More how we're fans of the family. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween, y'all. Have a great time. Do some trick-or-treating. I actually cringed so hard that I just said y'all. Oh. I'm British. And I don't even... Oh, fuck it's it. okay. You've been in Canada a long time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're engaged to someone from Calgary, technically. Yeah, I guess. So... Anyway. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep tight, folks. Or drive well or have a great day. Happy Halloween, friends. Have a spooky season. Bye. Bye.